Hey everyone, Kelly Kyle here, host of the North County Beat podcast. We want to let you know about our upcoming Clean Campaign Forum on Tuesday, October 13th. This is a virtual event with candidates in the Encinitas City Races discussing their commitment to reducing election ugliness this season. Get more details at thecoastnews.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Headlines presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, September 16th. I'm Ryan Wolt recapping your North County San Diego news from the past few days. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 43,181 total cases of COVID-19, plus an additional 33 coronavirus-related deaths since last week's report, increasing our death total to 742. The rolling 14-day positivity rate has gone up again slightly to 4.4%. Case rate is the priority in the new tiered system, and the case rate in San Diego County has also jumped again to 7.9 persons per 100,000 per day over seven days. According to County Health Officer Dr. Wilma Wooten, if San Diego County has a second score over seven next Tuesday, the county would be moved back down to the purple tier, the lowest and most restrictive reopening tier, forcing rollbacks to currently allowed openings. The San Marcos Unified School District announced that Superintendent Dr. Carmen Garcia has resigned effective immediately. Assistant Superintendent Tiffany Campbell will step in as the acting superintendent of the district. It is unclear at this time why Dr. Garcia stepped down. And County Supervisors nixed board member Jim Desmond's proposal to allow most business owners to reopen at their own discretion amid the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Instead, the board voted to meet again to discuss related issues, including the county's role on a state task force that is focused on the pandemic. The county will also send a letter to the state requesting that the COVID-19 outbreak at San Diego State University not be included in the overall case numbers. SDSU has reported a total of 676 student cases since the fall semester began. A new Sandag report shows bicycle ridership in the county has increased an average of 42% during the past five months compared to the same time in 2019. 84% of residents surveyed who said they were biking more since the pandemic began also said they expect to continue biking, even after the restrictions are totally lifted. Sandag created Shared Streets, a new pilot program that awarded funds to 11 local jurisdictions, supporting efforts to designate temporary roadway modifications that create safe spaces for people to bike, walk, run, roll, and move through the community. The funds are used to aid a range of activities such as closing residential streets to through traffic, enhancing signage to alert vehicles of shared street conditions, and creating space for local business patrons to walk, bike, and dine outside while still maintaining proper social distance. Congressman Mike Levin and his staff have provided casework assistance to constituents in North County San Diego and South Orange County, experiencing issues with federal agencies, including the Social Security Administration, IRS, and Veterans Affairs, saving them in total more than $1.5 million since January of 2019. In addition to working on legislation and oversight, congressional offices are commonly expected to provide constituent services as part of their representational duties. Scripps Health has established a COVID-19 vaccine committee to recommend which coronavirus vaccine or vaccines to consider offering for patients, employees, and physicians when they are eventually available. The committee will review and analyze the leading COVID-19 vaccines from an evidence-based perspective. Researchers worldwide are testing 48 COVID-19 vaccines in clinical trials on human beings, and at least 93 preclinical vaccines are under active investigation in animals. Approximately 200 kindergarten and first grade students at Cardiff Elementary will not be attending in-person school as planned this week as a result 
result of the latest fallout in a legal battle between the Cardiff School District and local organization called Save the Park. In a press release, the district outlined areas of construction, including bathrooms, student drop-off areas, and ADA-accessible walkways to classrooms that have been left unfinished due to a preliminary injunction, preventing them from safely allowing the attendance of in-person learning. The school district claims Save the Park knowingly blocked the limited construction projects required to provide children a safe and ADA-accessible learning environment for in-person instruction. Save the Park counters those claims and says the district never informed them that in-person classes would be postponed. And now, a quick word about our sponsor. And we're back. California State University at San Marcos has received the 2020 Higher Education Excellence in Diversity, or HEED Award, for the seventh year in a row for demonstrating its commitment to diversity and inclusion. The news comes as the university kicks off its first semester of requiring all incoming students to take two upper division diversity and equity courses to graduate. The university has also begun an initiative focusing on the inclusion of faculty and staff. Faculty Advocacy Care Engagement Services, or FACES, is an effort to make all of the university faculty feel included and supported. The campus also has an overarching diversity and inclusion strategic plan for inclusive excellence, which is being implemented step-by-step with a completion goal of 2022. Two Del Mar City Council members blocked long-planned residential land use changes at a recent meeting, leaving other council members worried that the city will run afoul of state affordable housing laws and face a myriad of consequences. Councilpersons Terry Gasterland and David Drucker cast the no votes, preventing the four-fifths supermajority required to give full effect to a raft of proposed legislations that would have allowed denser multifamily residential development on 16 land parcels that form a cluster near the San Dieguito Lagoon across from the Del Mar Fairgrounds. According to a city report, failure to implement the changes on all the parcels in question could result in the state overriding local land use authority, make Del Mar ineligible for state grant funding, and even incur fines by the state of up to $100,000 per month. Councilpersons Gasterlin and Drucker pointed to alternative options previously reported, including repurposing various city-owned properties and the Del Mar Fairgrounds for affordable housing, as well as encouraging homeowners to build accessory dwelling units. The Escondido City Council has been discussing drastically lowering the city's campaign contribution limits. When it comes to campaign contributions, five local cities, Carlsbad, El Cajon, Imperial Beach, National City, and Oceanside, have no set local limits, defaulting to the state law that allows contributions up to $4,700. Other cities in San Diego County have imposed limits ranging from $100 to $1,090. Of all the cities that have limits, Escondido is one of the highest, with parties being able to donate up to $4,300 to a city council or may mayoral candidate. Escondido Mayor Paul McNamara, who made a campaign promise to lower contribution limits during his 2018 run for office, told the Coast News that he thinks the limit is too high. But even after being reduced, there should still be a separate, slightly higher limit for mayoral candidates than city council candidates. Any changes put forth by the council won't be in place until the 2022 election cycle. Some good news for North County businesses. San Diego County supervisors unanimously approved millions of dollars in grants for small businesses impacted by COVID-19, including $4.1 million for the businesses of District 5, which encompasses much of North County. Money from the county's Small Business Stimulus Program will be used towards supporting public health and response activities associated with the COVID-19 pandemic. Shout out to Carlsbad resident Patrick A. Howell, a former banker whose first book, Dispatches from the Vanguard, The Global International African Arts Movement versus Donald J. Trump, was recently published by Penguin Random House. 
The book discusses the five estates of power, examining the people behind the scenes wielding incredible influence over the policymakers and other aspects of life in America. Along with the new book, Howell has launched a storytelling company, Victoria and Noble, with Tori Reed that is involved in writing, book publishing, podcast, film, and TV production, and with a focus on black and other disenfranchised populations. One goal for the company is to bring a fresh, new look to black voices. Finally, if you're a San Diego County voter, you can sign up for the Where's My Ballot app at sdvote.com to track when a ballot is mailed to you, when the registrar receives it back in the mail, and when it is officially counted. Sign up at sdvote.com. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Brot, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tigus Lane, whose stories we recap every week. You can find all of these stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast Newspaper. You can find them all over North County. If you'd like to support this and the other podcasts of the Coast News Group, check out the new podcast directory found on thecoastnews.com and help us continue our efforts to bring you local independent news, analysis, and interviews by becoming a monthly donor to the shows. Click the support link on the coastnews.com podcast directory or on anchor.fm. You can find links in the show notes. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing this show wherever you listen to great podcasts. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolf. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. Check back next Wednesday for your local news headlines. Headlines.